Well, I was admitting fault, and now you're just rubbing my nose in it. <laughs> so next time, I'm not going to tell you. Corey, you can't say that word when you're recording. Oop. Today, on this American Dice, we present the fifth episode of Masks. Brought in for their extreme scene at a high school assembly, these extreme teens are now locked up in jail. But exactly what trouble waits to break them out? Let's see. Today on Masks, Episode 5, here on This American Dice. This issue begins with... um, a shot of the exterior of like the county jail or like the Halcyon Halcyon uh, Halcyon City precinct blah 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 and jail and we see the inside and there's like um, like a narrow hallway that divides two sets of kind of big drunk tanky kind of cells and in one you see there's kind of some homeless people there's a dude kind of who's passed out um, there's some other tough looking characters and all of them seem to be adults. And then across the hall is, and this is just like an open hallway. So you guys can see into that other cell are the heroes of our story who might be the action cubs or the action punks action punks. So yeah, you guys have been thrown in here and you're kind of, I'm, I'm sure Alex and Lee can tell us more about how maybe this process really works, but I'm going to just going to say like, you guys are, um, waiting while they essentially like contact your, like, make sure to contact your parents and like, get you kind of like that phone call to them. Awaiting execution. Yeah, you're awaiting your ex- your inevitable crucifixion. Um, Halcyon City is severe. Um, <laughs> Cap- Captain yeah. Football be yelling, I get a meal! I get yeah. a last meal! So, yeah, so maybe that's what we see. Um, previously, we had seen... Um, I like, want sloppy joes! <laughs> yeah, and there's another. There's that other homeless guy who kept talking about um, like songs... And he's like, Sloppy Joe was an amazing musical number bit by Adam Sandler with with uh, Chris Farley dressed as a lunch lady dancing around. It was a great, that was a great bit. Funniest, funniest hell. I loved it. Well, if you like that song, sir, you should try the hamburger. It's delicious. It's, it's the hamburger. Um, two all beef patties, special sauce. So- and he just starts singing McDonald's jingles. So... <laughs> Captain Football is yelling about wanting the last meal. There's like kind of a raving derelict responding back. Listen to we this one. Is that our team pool or do you know what's going on with that? I don't. Um, we, I believe, we haven't gone into like a battle. So our team pool at the start of a session is just one, right? No, it's the number of characters. No, it well, um, we had it at six from before. I have no idea how it got to that, but um, mm-hmm. I think after time passage, we set it back to one. It seems like time passed, right? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, definitely. I'd argue that we probably had time having passed from the the previous stuff, but yeah, certainly. That's why I so, told yeah. you. So it seems like it's at one. All right. Any other beginning business? Oh, one other question. So I still have three uh, conditions. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just wondering, do those go away other than through special moves? Well, if we said that time passed and that reduced your um, your team, it would make sense if at least some of those conditions went away. Nice. So how many conditions do you have? I'm insecure, guilty, and angry. Insecure, guilty, and angry. Why don't you... Yeah, why don't you ditch two of them? And if anybody else has... Okay, I'm still going to be angry. If anybody else has conditions, they can ditch up to two of them as well. Awesome. Let's say that the first people that they're able to get a hold of for, like, a phone call is they're able to pull a shadow boxer. They're able to pull Nora Knox out of the out of the cell and be like, "All right, we uh, we were able to get somebody on get somebody on the line as a, as a phone call for you." 
So like, since you guys are minors, they essentially contacted your parents, but they're also like allowing you to talk to them. And they basically say like, like, all right, you got, you got five minutes. So Nora Knox has a five minute conversation. Would you rather uh, the person they're talking to be your aunt Maria or your dad? Cause we had said that your mm-hmm. aunt, we had said that your aunt Maria is kind of like living with you guys and helping, helping out. And that your father is almost in like a, like a de- depressive state. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, um, which one would I rather? Yeah. Who would be more interesting for you to talk, have to talk to Maria the dad. Okay. okay. Yeah. So, um, your dad gets on the phone and he has kind of like a tired voice. Um, and he says like, like Nora, are you there? Are you all right? Your father, we had said, remember your mother had died saving like a bus full of nuns. Um, your father also has superpowers, but instead had just chosen to live like a regular life. And, uh, after your mother's death has been like very depressed. Mm-hmm. So that's okay. why your aunt, your aunt had been uh, taking care of you guys. And so it kind of makes sense if they called home that Aunt Maria is Aunt Maria is actually doing stuff. Like she's actually at work. Meanwhile, your dad is regularly just at home. Mm-hmm. So he, yeah, asks, so, uh, you know, mm-hmm. he asks when when they give him the phone. Um, I think like one of the officers is like, here she is. Here she is, Mr. Knox. And he's like, Nora, Nora, is that you? She's like, oh, um, yeah, it's me. Are you, are you you all right? Well, you know, I've been, I've been better, I guess. I don't know if you heard what happened in school, but it's just crazy. I, uh, Nora, I, are you, are you able to come home? Are they keeping you there? No, they're keeping, they're keeping all of us. All my friends too. What, what happened? Uh, Well, I mean, they were just trying to, you know, come down on my one of my best friends for just having powers. I just couldn't let that happen. They're going to arrest him. They're Nora, trying to blame us for all this stuff. Nora, I just want you to. St- I just want you to stay safe, Nora. I just want you to come home. I'm going to call. I'm going to call your aunt Maria and see if she can help us with this. We're going to have to. Now we're going to have to call. We're going to have to call a lawyer to get you out of there. We're going to have to figure this out. And uh, I think he's kind of like, I'm kind of laying it on thicker maybe than he is, but I think he's, um, he, yeah, he lays it on pretty thick of just, he's so worried. And now this is so much stuff that they're going to have to do to get you out. And all he wanted you to do was just to be safe. So I think what he's trying to do is um, lower your danger and raise your... Mundane? Mundane, probably. Yeah, I think I can handle that. Okay. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe she uh, she kind of, you know, t- takes a moment. She's like, well, I mean, what do you want me to do, Dad? I mean, like, they're just, they're going to take my friends away to prison. That's not right. That's not fair. It's, like, it's not, not yeah. What's the person beneath, Dad? I mean, who who can tell at this point? So, are you trying to do a thing with that? I'm trying to pierce the mask. I, I I know it seemed. <laughs> it was the, I was like, hmm. Yeah, go for it. Uh, go ahead and roll your uh, what is that? Superior. Uh, no, my mundane. Your mundane. All right. Well, you're better at that now. Yeah. So, like a eleven. Got an eleven. All right. So you get to ask three of those questions. Heck yeah. Um, well, what I really want to know is, what do you want me to do, Papa? Um, how much of your superhero stuff does he know about? Because it was kind of implied that your Aunt Maria knew some of it, but I don't think we got into a ton of it. Um, yeah, I guess maybe maybe you would know, right? That would be, okay. Would that be more interesting? Yeah. This is the last session. He probably knows, sure. Uh, oh, he doesn't want to lose you. Like he lost your mom, so he wants. Yeah, he wants you to be safe, and he doesn't want to lose you. Mm, so he wants me to just stop doing that, stop punching cops. Yeah, weird dad. Yes. Yeah, I know. Um, I guess what is he? Hmm, yeah, what does he intend to do? Um, he has to 
um, I'm, I'm, what he intends to do is to kind of like drag himself out of bed and uh, try to figure out the process of getting you out of trouble. So that's his goal is to figure out how to do that. But I'll add into that. He has to overcome that he feels like he can't do anything right. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a tough one for him to uh, like hump for him to get over. Yeah. This guy. All right. And then finally, um, how should I get? How could I get that character to? Uh, I guess try to get the whole team out. Hmm. To get all of our backs. Um, if he were to, uh, if he were to see that, um, you guys, you guys being together was uh like safer for you like that it would be more helpful for you to have all of your friends out as well he could try to work toward that Mm, gotcha well i'm counting on you dad your time has elapsed and uh there's like a little light that goes off the officer comes over to like take the phone from you and hang it back up you kind of end up uh, Mm -hmm. shambling back over to the rest of the the folks Mm-hmm. Okay, Manatine, as you're waiting in here, what is like particularly uncomfortable to you as a manatid? The bars are reminiscent of the zoo, the place where these humanoids often go and laugh at my kind. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, you remember a field trip that you guys had gone on earlier to like an aquarium? And uh, uh, like a zoo and aquarium, and you 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 have like a little flashback of this, and you see behind thick glass a manatee, and it puts its flipper up to the glass, and you put your hand up to it. I remember him. We we bonded. Mm-hmm. We had. There was, there was a student just yelling, "Fuck you, manatee! You belong <laughs> yeah. in the prison." Yeah, that was a yeah. That student was Captain Football for sure. It was. <laughs> But yeah, no, that was Biff. Biff was like, look at this stupid fat fuck. Like, just like laughing at it. And um, yeah. The humiliation. The humiliation that he had to endure was so similar to my experience at the high school where I'm supposed to be nurtured. My classmates, my teachers, my peers, all of them, they they look down on, on me. They look down on our kind. Maybe I belong here. Maybe this is exactly where I'm supposed to be. Ooh. I think this memory actually triggers something for you that you uh, end up taking a powerful blow. Oh, shit. Is that, does that jive? Does that make sense? Sure. Sure. He's taking blows on, you know, he, he's got a blowhole. And <laughs> that's a funny thing about manatids is that they are like manatees, but they also have blowholes. Gotcha. So, not just, just not when you said that, I didn't understand you, but now I do. Okay. All right. All right. So you just roll. Do you have any conditions? Um. Yes, I am. I'm feeling guilty. So you're going to roll two, two D6 and just add one to that. Okay. So I'm going to... I got an eight. Got an eight. Okay. So you're going to choose one from the take a powerful blow. This going one's to tough because it's like an internal... Yeah. Thing that you're struggling against. Yeah. I'm going to struggle through the pain and I'm going to take two for, uh, let's see, I'm going to take angry and I'm going to take um, hopeless. And how do we see, like, what's what's the outward reaction of uh, Manatine slash uh, Fitzgibbons as you're known? What have I become? You just yell, what have I become? What have, what I, have become? I become? All right. Um, um, you know, pacing among the, uh, pacing among the, uh, along the bars, um, in severe distraught and, um, Manatine, Manatine is, uh, kicks over. There's a tray of food, you know, mm-hmm. that is inedible to him, you know, just further proof of how misunderstood he is. And yeah. that's, uh, I think where we kind of, uh, switch who we're uh, focused on and rather than one of our main characters we instead see that as the stuff gets kicked over you hear like 
You're on. Oh, where you be quiet. My head is pounding and I'm tired of this. And there's a guy in like a shabby coat. He's got like a like a hoodie and like two other coats on top of on top of that. And uh, he smells really bad. Um, You guys can smell him from like across that hallway. And he's got kind of a scruffy beard. And he's like, oh, you're so loud. Everyone's always yelling. And, they do. Uh, I might. Maybe, oh, I was going to rec- say the person. I recognize it. Mm-hmm. Is it Doberman and the Pincher? But just the Pincher? Well, actually, that is correct. And yes, I think, nailed it. I think the person who notices him, because they had kind of the most intimate, uh, or the most interaction with, with him, is uh, Helix. Or should we say Anna Villanova? So you recognize this person as the Do- as Doberman, um, but there is no there is no dog to be seen. The pincher is not here, and this guy looks terrible. Um, I'm imagining him as in like when you guys faced uh, um, like a simulation of him in the holodrome. I imagine he was played by Rutger Hauer. Nice. Um, but now he's, <laughs> but now he's like got a pot belly, and like a, like a kind of scra- scraggly beard, and he looks real, real rough. His eyes are all bloodshot, and he, um, he's clearly pissed himself, and mm. um, a lot of self urination in this game. <laughs> um, but yeah, he not, not enough though. Not not enough. Not as much as I want. But he, uh, he's like just wait you- for the grand finale. Yeah, he's like, you will you pups be quiet? Oh you're making my head pound. I can't handle this. He looks walk up to the bars and say, Doberman, is that you? What happened to your did your pincher get pinched? Yeah, and I think I think uh he or Anya is probably the person closest to this. So maybe it's easier for her to hear um when this guy starts yelling, but he's like, How who who are you, who are you? But, but who are you supposed to be? She says, well, right now we're just common criminals like you, apparently, like looking around like, her team. And he, and he like stood up to yell at you guys and he just slumps back down and he goes, yes, common, barely, barely a criminal at all, merely common. And he kind of like puts his head down and looks down, crestfallen. So, oh, what's got you so down? I'm sure you'll be back on the streets wreaking havoc any 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 hour now. Surely someone's coming to bail you out. Can't your dog scrounge up the money? And he, and he uh, I think he just says uh, he just kind of like turns himself away and says, "I've heard an, I've heard enough out of you. Too much noise from you kids. It's been." And then he lists he lists a number of lists a number of weeks or months or whatever it was. Yeah, they'll, they'll say months. It's been like. Oh, four months months ago. And then you remember that was when you had that same episode that killed Buttons. Oh. Oh, no. (laughs) Um, Oh. So I'll put two and two together there and say it. Say, Pinter didn't die a sudden, inexplicable, and horrible death about four months ago, did he? And this, yeah, this guy turns around and says, like, like I don't, I don't need to talk to you about this. Shut up! I don't have to hear. Oh, the only friend I, it's the only friend I ever had. Shut up, uh, Shyskov! I, I, man, he just kind of like puts his head in his hands. He looks and say, "Hey, look, I, I know what it's like to lose, to lose your best friend, your 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 truest companion like that. It's awful." Uh, and if I could undo it, I would for you. But, you know, that doesn't explain why you're here. Like, why, how did you end up in here? You've been here for four months? He's like, I... What? Why Why do you even care? But... Who, who, who are you? She'll, like, take in the rest of the team said, Whoa, we're the action punks. Haven't heard of us? And he's like, No. Nine. I've not heard of you. But then doesn't matter anyway um i think you are nothing matters at all yeah um I think we're all you... just we're all just flotsam following the currents in this short life before death takes us <laughs> i love it man <laughs> um 
I think, Carl, uh, David, tell me if this is wrong. Can you comfort or support an NPC? Um, yeah, I think so. Hit, you shift their labels in a clear condition. Okay, yeah. So, Carl, I think you're either either piercing this guy's mask and trying to like see what his deal really is, or you're attempting to comfort or support him. Let's say I'm trying to I'm trying to get to know him better. Like I'm trying to pierce his mask. Okay, cool. Well, either way, you'd be rolling mundane. Cool. All right. So go for um, it. I got a five. Got a five. So that's not good. Yeah. So this guy, um, he just um, he kind of turns and says, "Oh no, he does he does something real weird, which is uh, pees on us." Oh yeah. At first, he starts kind of telling you this story. He starts explaining like, like you know, there was there was a time that we were the most uh, that we were the most feared interspecies duo in the in the entirety of the city. We were showing everyone that that man and dog could truly connect, could truly uh, act act as one and equals. And then, well, now I'm in here for. I'm in here for smoking a cigarette and pissing on the subway. I'll say, oh, that seems like a pretty, pretty draconian uh, punishment for that. And as and as you're, and as you're t- you're responding to that, he starts sniffing something here, something one of one of you is not right. So one of you, I can smell something. Who are who are you really? Who are you, children? Are you that oh, dog butcher, the dog we killed? Captain Pibble has trouble distinguishing reality from fiction. And... From all the dogs he's killed in his <laughs> spare time. <laughs> no, he just thinks that the simulation was like 100% real. Yeah, like I had, I struggled with not like addressing it as though it was real as well. Maybe like Helix has given him the, uh, the no-no eyes. Uh-huh. But, uh, that wasn't real, Captain Football. But hold on. Captain Football's decided he's no longer in love with Helix on oh. account of Helix betraying him uh, at the big fo- football uh, stadium uh, pep rally. And uh, now he's in love with um, Nora Knox instead because she supported him. And, uh, you know, Manatee's not his rival anymore. Helix is. So he's going to come over and blow up her day. Okay. There's, yeah, and so Doberman is just like you. He's like, he's like you were the ones... You were the ones who killed my schnitzel, and he starts like, uh, like. Well, not both of us. Bar. I mean, I don't have uh, flesh exploding powers like, uh, like old Elix over here. You know, ball. Come on. Yeah, and I think he, he's like, <laughs> it was you, you, ah, and he's. Listen, um, it, it, it he's, was a mistake. He's shaking at these bars and gnashing his teeth, and I think he uh, actually. Hey, like, um, hey, when you get to hell. Um, Tell your dog hello for me, you know, because <laughs> killed him. Go to and you're a bad guy, so you definitely gonna go to hell. And um, the way in which we killed that dog, <laughs> man, uh, you know, that was that was evil. All right, and yeah, we, <laughs> yeah, not we, we, yeah, just just you. Yeah. Um, yeah, the Doberman is uh, like thrashing at these bars, <laughs> and I think he starts snarling and barking to yes, a certain please. degree. Perfect. Oh, time to kill another dog! You like? Yeah. Fun. yeah. And one of the other, one of the other like um, people in that cell <laughs> is like is like, man, shut the hell up! You blah blah blah, and he like goes over to touch the Doberman. I think the Doberman um, uh, just bites this guy really, really hard, um, like and takes like a big. Finger. Oh yeah, that's exactly what happens. Yeah, he goes. To, this is oh, getting man. dark. Um, yeah, yeah this guy stuff. goes to grab like the the cuff of one of his several coats, and the Doberman just bites off two or three of this guy's fingers, and, and he uh, him into our jail cell. Yeah, and he's, <laughs> he's barking, and uh, yeah, this dude of course is bleeding tremendously. A bunch of the officers rush over, and they're like, they like open this thing, and they're trying to like hey. tackle this guy. Captain Football starts shouting at him, be like, "Hey, Doberman!" We can bring your back dog back from the dead. Felix can do it. <laughs> <laughs> but you gotta tell us where the hell duck is. <laughs> um, it's, yeah, clear, it's clear that like Cap, Captain Football has like the loosest grasp on reality. <laughs> okay. Well, while this is going on, um, wow, we lost uh, <laughs> lost some opportunities with this guy. Okay. Oh, I could but, try and like biokinesis his fingers back on. This is getting just too macabre. 
Um, I think I think we're gonna go, I think we're gonna have this be the point where we hit the end of the last issue, where this is where all of a sudden um, two things happen. The first is that Manatine, you feel the like barometric pressure as an as a creature native to an aquatic environment. You're more attuned to pressure changes than uh, the humans, and so you feel that like the the pressure has has changed the barometric pressure has changed and that's when you're like the pressure the pressure and that guy goes under oh, pressure was the greatest duet ever sung like that guy's yelling about that and um have a crazy deja vu the rest of us in the cell yeah right um and at the same time of course there's a window to the cell just with bars because of course it's a comic book jail and uh <laughs> outside you um Shadow Boxer, Nora Knox, you hear uh, the squawk of Squawky, your pet hawk. Um, yeah, and we see like just a just a, a panel of like combat boots and like armored boots, like standing in a way that indicates that these two figures are looking at the uh, looking at the jail from the outside. All we see is a pair mm. of boots. Yeah, well, two pairs of boots, but yeah. Um, and and judging by how tough these boots look, these people are going to be trouble. Or it's like a horseman, right? Or, he's yeah. got four boots. Oh, shit. It is Damn likely it. a horseman. You ruined, you ruined the surprise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the, the, if you're all like next to each other, like right. all completely yeah. in a line. Mm-hmm. I am Centrox. Yeah, but um, then there's like just a doll of a horseshit that just hits the ground. Yeah, <laughs> but like there's two piles like between each set of feet. Yeah, because there are two butts. We got it, Carl. Yeah. We don't need to spell everything out. So I think uh, Nora are like closest to this window, and can uh, Shadow Boxer can Squawky? Do you and Squawky like talk to one another? Uh, sure. Yeah. Okay, is is that can Squawky just like actually talk to you, or is it like conveys vague messages, or what's the deal? Oh, he for sure, talks like an eighties cartoon sidekick. Okay, gotcha. Um, what hilarious speech impediment or wacky catchphrase does he constantly utilize? I mean, it's mostly just like a parrot. So okay, but instead of just making a noise, it says squawk a lot. Yeah, it's it's played by um, what who played up? Uh, um, Iago and all that. Gilbert Godfrey? Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, you hear, squawk! So no speech impediments whatsoever. Okay, yeah. Just a beautiful singing voice. Mm-hmm. So, squawk! SB, where are you? Well, Squawky, is that you? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you gotta get out of there, SB. There's trouble ahead. It's gonna squawk you. Yeah, so uh, can I see who these boots are at this point? Squawky um, with these two figures? Or the centaur, perhaps? Um, I think Squawky will, like, further explain, like, like I'm having a real trouble flying around and try to, like, flap. But um, as Squawky tries to f- flap some, at first Squawky falls into the bars mm-hmm. and then falls suddenly backwards. And um, if... Was it like a force field or something? Oh, I think actually everybody. Hmm. I don't. I think it's just you guys in here. So I don't know if this is going to like necessarily hurt hurt folks in the same way. Um, all of a sudden, everybody falls down, but down is not down to the ground. Down is to the side of this wall. So it's all of a sudden mm-hmm. like that became the direction of down, and everybody falls. Yikes. Um, if you want to like grab onto stuff, you can, but um, I don't think people are hurt from this. At least not you guys. The chaos inside the other cell gets further bad because now uh, Doberman, who is a snarling madman at this point and is fighting with these cops, these cops were certainly not expecting to suddenly have uh, their entire direction of gravity suddenly shift on them. And so not surprisingly, this is going poorly for them at this point uh, because Doberman as uh, drunk and uh, a shambles of a man as he is he's still a super villain uh, but yeah so 
when that happens, you're able to. I think we could say that Nora's uh, face like lands at the window. Nora and Manatine, like their faces land on the window, and you guys can see outside. And one person, there are two people that you can see. One is immediately recognizable. The other you've probably seen from like news reports. Centaur. Um, now th- I think there is even a uh, maybe there's even like a wanted poster on the uh, like in the police station for this person and. Oh, there's wanted posters actually for both of them. In fact, the one person who's wearing like uh, armor, like almost like Magneto-esque or Avalanche-esque armor, kind of, is uh, is a but generally shaped like a lady. Is uh, there there is being called Gravatron, yeah, and the other the other person is absolutely Cannon Cop, who again. Yeah, you, you hear like a sweet guitar riff. Oh hell and, yeah! Um, like aviators. And like, yeah, at, yeah. He has poking out of his, his sleeves. Again, it's Nick Cannon, but trying to be Sylvester Stallone, and so he's got yeah big aviators on on the on both of his. He's got like crazy biceps, and on both arms are big cannons, like they'd be on like a pirate ship, and um, <laughs> and in, and he's smoking a cigar, and in fact. Um, he uses that. He points towards the uh, jail cell, and with that cigar, he lights one of the cannons. And any moment now, this bad boy's <laughs> like, there's there's gonna be a cannonball coming right at you. All right, I've got a plan. Oh shit! Well, I think that I think Manatine and uh, Shadowboxer will get to react first because they kind of fell to oh, where they can see what's going on. Are there other people in the cell with us? In, just in the, the cell that you guys are in that is the closer one to this no there aren't but you could wager if a cannonball were to hit this other people could get hurt the problem is at the moment you're kind of in a cell removed from those other people hmm so yeah i think shadowbox is first or i guess nora at this point her first uh instinct is to kind of yell out um like everybody get out or like uh i don't know uh what would be like Hunker down. Okay. Would you say you're trying to defend uh, the crew? Yeah, I think so. All right. Dope. Um, yeah. Manatine, what would you be interested in doing? Because Manatine is going to um, leap in front of the cannon and try to take the shot. Okay. So the the two of you are trying to both, you're both trying to defend um, the other folks in here. Yes. Who has who has the higher savior? Uh, my savior is zero, negative two. So. Negative two. That's pretty bad. Um, how about I'm gonna go ahead and wager Nora's isn't negative two. Correct. Yes. Positive two. Positive two. That's pretty good. Wow. So, sure. Well, let's see if uh, let's see if Nora needs uh, Manatine's assistance in this. And if if that's the case, then that'll be an easy one to say that Manatine is helping out. Makes sense. Uh. Looks like looks like I'm good. I got a twelve. Got a twelve. It's pretty good. All right. So when you defend someone or something from an immediate threat, um, on a hit, you keep them safe and choose one. On a seven, uh, er, oh yeah. So you you keep them safe. All right. So here's how this looks. Uh, a cannonball smashes into this um, into like the wall uh, of your of your of the building that is like the brick wall of your cell and um, it's gonna blow a massive hole in it. Normally, the shrapnel and other stuff would have um, definitely hurt people, but there's two things that go on, and I'll give you kind of like a an extra thing towards this, if you want. Um, you're able to yell like, get down! And so everybody in your cell, like the rest of the action cubs slash action punks, are able to hit the deck, and um, the cops, are able to kind of hit the deck as well um, as like a big hole is blown into this, like a hole the size of like a car door is blown in this wall. Uh, but one of the things that you notice is um, not as much debris came in here as you would have expected. So like your quick thinking really, really helped people, but um, you're like, that's weird. I expected us to get at least badly hurt <laughs> by that. 
Um, so if you were to want to assess a sit, if somebody was to want to assess a situation, you or they could get a plus one to that roll, given how awesome you just did with that. Yeah. Um, Manatee, do you want to do that? Yeah. I'm rolling 2d6. Yeah. And add your superior to it. Mm. Okay. I got an 11. Pretty good. All right. So on an 11, um, you can ask two of the questions from the assess the situation list. Yeah, so what here is the biggest threat? Probably Cannon Cop and Gravitron are the two biggest threat, are the big threat here. Again, Cannon Cop was until very recently one of the Super Squad members and is thus theoretically a very powerful superhero. And then um, Gravitron also is uh, connected to, like, has like a bunch of wanted posters up and um, maybe you can even like read some of it that say like like in all of these uh, various like organized crime related assaults or like in all these assaults connected to organized crime. Gotcha. Alright. Uh, so all that's right. one of your questions, but you get to ask two. Um, how, how could we best end this quickly? How can you best end this quickly? The answer is always the same. Kill them. Yeah. yeah. Um, well... Unfortunately, you don't quite know a ton of what's going down right now. So to end it quickly, give the odds are you'll have to give these guys what they want. If you want to, if you want to end it very quickly, mm-hmm. whatever these guys say, probably do that thing. Yeah, roll over, play dead. Yeah, pretty much. That sucks, but that's the best way to end it very, very quickly. All right. Yes. But yeah. So um, pretty soon the world returns. Like what? like regular down, you know, traditional normative down um, becomes down again. And you guys get your heads kind of spin for a second. Um, I think Manatine experiences that less because Manatine is more used to a uh, aquatic environment. And so that's not as weird. Um, But for everybody else, that change is very strange. And uh, Cannon Cannon Cop puts his hands on his uh, on his hips. And again, it's Nick Cannon doing a Sylvester Stallone impression. And he just says, like, You kids just gonna stand there or what? <laughs> Helix says, Are you here to kill us? <laughs> Kid, if I wanted to kill you, you'd already be dead. Captain Football would just be like, Awesome. Helix would be like, Are, But you you turned. We, we saw the report. Are, you, you turned against the city. He's like, not against the city. Against the scum. Now are you coming? Cause this train's about to go. Oh. All aboard. <laughs> <laughs> All aboard on the scum train. Here we go. Yeah. I gotta get rid of some scum. You gotta see the scum we've been getting rid of, uh, uh, loose cannon cop. We've been we've been getting rid of it all over here, you know. And the ma- we get it in both ends from these mayors. And he and he just he kind of turns. And you see that scum over there, the Doberman guy? Helix killed his dog. <laughs> 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 Look, he's so mad about it. Helix is gonna like try and very like. No, Captain Football. There's nothing funny about that. That was that was a tragic necessity that we had to do in the face of very stupid. Uh, dumb situation. Oh, I just uh, killed him again. Because, I'd have well, punched that dog. Technically, it was more of just like a nightmare that got out of control. I think that uh, as you guys are kind of, <laughs> you guys have yet to leave the cell. Or right. You guys are just kind of hanging out. Hold on. I think this is what goes on. I think outside you see like a few, uh, like uh, maybe like five or six police officers like run out there and be like, free like it's cannon cop. That guy's that, that guy's wanted. Oh, be be careful. Put your hands up. Um and uh, Gravitron, uh, who is is a woman, is just like I told you, I told you, we gotta. Ugh, it's just taking forever. We gotta either ditch these, we gotta either ditch these brats or something. Come on! And she um kind of like raises raises her hands, and uh, I think all the cops fall backwards as if the building was down. And Whoa. I think to um I think you guys. Ugh. No, 
I don't think this does that to you guys. I think because we, okay. we don't believe in gravity. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah, how we're gravity unaffected works. by its whims. Yeah, because mm-hmm. the Earth's flat. They, oh God. <laughs> I was I was over. imagining it, I was imagining it worked like Wiley e. Coyote rules, where if you just don't acknowledge it. All right. Um, but yeah, so they, they all fall like kind of backwards uh, as if the building was down. And um, and Cannon Cop says like says to her, like, careful there. Not too rough. <laughs> so you kids coming or what? I'm in. I will scoop up um, the Dimmerman's fingers if no one's watching her. Put them in her pocket. And then well, they step not, out of the jail cell. Well, they're not Doberman's fingers. They're the fingers Doberman bit off of another guy. That's what I meant to say. That's terrifying, but okay. It, this is a big plot point. It'll come around later. Okay, absolutely. So yeah, so Anya's like, give me these severed fingers. This is a children's show. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so Anya scoops up these, grabs these fingers. Meanwhile, there's like a big fight going on in the background. Um, as again, you keep you hear um Doberman uh barking and um you guys kind of are about to go and he's got like a there's like a big suv outside um or what would be uh what would be the coolest tough guy car for him to have that all of you could fit in that six people could fit in what if it's literally just another black cutlass supreme <laughs> uh, we... i don't want that to be, i wouldn't want it to be confusing um what about like a limo style mustang it's it's a mustang but or, yeah it's or a, huge or it's a like limo what rodimus hunter. prime can can converts into when he becomes rodimus prime um, yeah, there's a Rodimus like, Prime. Yeah, like when Hot Rod becomes the Prime. Come on, it is. Erogenous Prime. Erogenous <laughs> Prime. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah. So he's, uh, yeah, he's got like a, he's oh, got a, a, cra- a Hummer stretch limo. What about that? Yeah, that's that's Hummer limo. Sure, it's it's just like a slightly extended Hummer that's like all tricked out with kind of crazy stuff. Where it's like, is that a tank? Yeah, and a Confederate flag on it. And he's like, that's <laughs> it. There it is. <laughs> um but yeah so he he's like come on and he goes to like open the door and as you guys are as you guys are coming um that's when you see it bounding towards you on all fours as if he has become a beast is uh the doberman awesome oh i've got something for this uh-huh i've got something for this okay too. so as i turn and see the doberman is coming after us presumably with with violence in his eyes. Oh, absolutely! He looks like a he looks like a mad. He's, he's frothing at the mouth. I'm gonna take one of the fingers that I scooped off the floor, uh-huh. and I'm going to lovingly but quickly and deftly craft it into a perfect replica of the pincher at finger size, and animate it and to set it on the ground and have it run toward him and give him a hug. It's mm, awful, Carl. That's almost too insane. Um. <laughs> I am a hero marked by extraordinary explosive power. That's true. I guess that's you unleashing your powers. But go ahead and roll plus freak. He okay. likes. I do have a power called constructs where I can animate flesh. Okay. Do you need to do your burn thing first to do that? Uh, yes. Okay. Do you want to do that? I I do. I really okay. Do. Um. All right. Let's see. I got ooh ten without any modifiers. Um, that's pretty good. Okay, so I will use one of those burns to do this. Spend one burn to create any object with your powers the size of a person. Um, spend an additional burn to animate it independently of yourself. So I have three burn, and I spend two on that. Okay, yeah, so you create this um, a, a small version of the pincher. Mm-hmm. Okay, and um, yeah, you know what? I think that's got to have a big effect. And uh, you, he's coming, and he's bounding towards you like... Um, James McAvoy in that one scene in that terrible movie <laughs> barking and do- doing this um, and again he's dressed kind of like uh, like a central casting homeless person um, and then when this like small I'm imagining like um, stuffed animal size oh no because it's a finger right yeah it's the size of a finger okay so it's an incredibly small version and he almost doesn't see it and it like barks up to him and he like looks down at it, and he's like, schnitzel, and um, ooh. And so yeah, he's definitely totally stopped. And um, <laughs> and then the the finger will say in an almost lifelike voice, Doberman, I love you. I missed you so much. And he he scoops it up in his hands, and he's looking at it, and he's like, 
I, I sh- that what is happening? And um, I think that Cannon Cop goes over to this guy and he just grabs him and like the he, this guy's trying to hold on to the little dog and he just grabs him and he stuffs this cannon kind of like in his chest and he says like you know scum like you're the problem and uh, I think he takes a big puff on this cigar. <gasps> oh no! And uh, is that is that his think, mechanism? I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna. Uh, yeah, blast this dude at point blank range with a cannon. Awesome. I'll say, cannon cop. He, he he's not a threat. He he has everything he wants. Look at that adorable finger dog. All he had to all he had to do was commit a bunch of crimes, kill, rip off a man's fingers. Apparently, I don't know how I know that. All you had to do was be bad at being a criminal to get everything where he wants. He looks like, can I cop? What happened to you? Don't we? The heroes are supposed to have a code in this city. We, we you always told us to to act in defense of the law. Sounds like you're piercing his mask. Yeah, I'm gonna pierce it extra hard. Do it. And I just roll two d six plus or minus what? That is mundane. All right, I got a total of ten. Total of ten, pretty good. So you get to ask three of those questions. All right, let me find them real quick. Um, first question: Is this the uh, assess the wait? No, pierce the mask. Got pierce it. the mask. Yeah. Um, um, how can I gain influence over you? How could you gain influence over him? Um, I know he's like a way higher tier than me, so if the answer is yeah. just not possible. Um, no, I think I think show him you're committed to. Uh, um, doing whatever it takes to really stop crime. Okay. Um, second question. How can I get your character to let Doberman go? Um, ooh, I think if you show him that this guy... Because uh, it seems like Cannon Cop is just going to kill this dude. And, um, yeah, which in the past, I think you guys know the story of Cannon Cop is Cannon Cop was almost like a Captain America type character, but except he was Halcyon City's like greatest hero cop. Um, and at some point he went from just being like a regular cop. Um, everybody knows that he was Sergeant. Everybody knows that he was Sergeant Luke Bloodsworth. Um, he went from being just regular old amazing hero cop, Sergeant Luke Bloodsworth to a superhero cop with cannons on his arms. Um, in order to like stop the mob, but now he's changed and he's more like a Punisher kind of character. And uh, if you could show this guy that, um, you know, like in the past he didn't kill, this is new. If you could show him that uh, in this instance that Doberman is like, he's already dead inside, this guy would definitely be like, you're not worth it. <laughs> All right, third, third and last question. What are you really planning? Um, he, he, they specifically busted you guys out of jail and um, you're listening to what he's saying about this stuff. And um, he, you you can tell um, he wants your help with uh, really getting rid of some bad guys. All right. But again, to, um, to him, you know, that will mean killing them. Like you can infer that very easily. So he wants your help to get rid of some, some, some villains. Cool. And he looks to just be like, uh, no, it doesn't seem like he's any threat to you. Tell us, Cannon Cop, what should we do here? Like, what's the right thing to do? And he's like, right thing to do. Don't just keep, don't just keep locking these guys up in a box they can get out of. The only box they deserve is a coffin. I say, but wouldn't he still be in the box if you hadn't blown it open? So, ooh, and you're and you're trying to stop him from killing this guy, right? Yeah. Okay. That sounds. That sounds like you are provoking him. Okay. Um, what do I roll for that? Uh, to provoke someone. When you provoke someone susceptible to your words, and I think the way you just put that, he is susceptible to your words. Say what you're trying to get them to do. Not kill him is what you want him to do, right? Mm-hmm. And then roll plus superior. All right. I got a total of. You're not gonna believe this, but I got a ten again. You got a ten again. All right. He just, uh, he looks at this guy and says, oh, he just says, you'd be a waste of ammo. And he pushes him down and says, come on, kids. We got bigger bucks to hunt. All right. Nice. Helix will go along without complaint as the All dog right. yaps in the background. 
Yeah, and he's like sitting there. And uh, do you guys get in this um, like gigantic hump tank? Totally. Yeah. Although Captain People, uh, sorry, Captain Football will be like, "Wait, by bucks? Does he mean people?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Nora gets in very reluctantly. Manatee, are you down? Uh, yes, I'm down. But yeah, so you guys all get into this into this thing, and yeah, it's like a it's like a serious tank, and I think he's dr- he's driving it, and uh, the last person to get in is Gravitron, and um, she. Uh, kind of like like hops in and as you guys speed away all these cops kind of like kind of try to write themselves and they're not superheroes so some of them like barf uh because of like the shift in their like whole equilibrium but yeah you guys are kind of speeding down uh down various streets and um you're sitting in like the the back area with gravitron and you can see in this place there's like a ton of dope weapons like it's like a real 90s kind of a thing like Deadpool or the the Punisher which he basically is now like has this car nice. and uh, I think uh, yeah I think Gravitron when she's when she's in this uh, vehicle she kind of says like like that was that was taking too too long I can't believe it it was you said you said it would only take a second to get these to get these young youngins to get these little these little joeys in there. I was originally <laughs> English, but now I'm Australian. Fuck it. Take a drink. Um, like, be patient, kid. Don't worry. And Gravitron's supposed to be like a you said like a mob enforcer in the past. Um, the the stuff probably like news reports that you had heard were like stories about someone who had like that they like. Police are calling this person Gravitron because superheroes exist, and why not do that kind of a deal? Like, um, but he and the yeah, there there were news stories and wanted posters that related to like assaults and various other crimes committed. Excuse me, um, that were often connected with organized crime. Okay, so we're again, um, been with them, right? Um. Uh, it sounds like you're maybe piercing this person's mask. Does that make sense? Sure. Awesome. So we, uh, Nora Knox and Gravitron. Since Nora Knox got in the, uh, the the car reluctantly, maybe she and Gravitron are next to each other. Yeah. So maybe she'll just say that exact thing. Like, oh, I thought I thought you were on the bad side of things, but I did roll an eleven. Mm-hmm. So I'll ask you some different questions too. Oh, and if, if you if if that's like the first thing that you actually say, I think she says, "Not anymore, kid. Not anymore." What are you really planning? Um. Uh. Sure. So I think the like you kind of watch watch her over, and she'll after saying like "Not anymore," she'll at some point be like, "Um, there's some there's some real bad folks in this city. It's a it's a shame they." It's a shame that they're always going after folks who are who are too weak to defend themselves. Well, that's not going to happen anymore. It's not going to happen to me. And it's not going to happen to anybody else. We're going to stop these. Uh, we're going to stop these buggers. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and I think that she and uh, she and um, Cannon Cop kind of go through a back and forth of like, like I think Cannon Cop chimes in and will tell you like, like. There's a big operation going on today. We needed a little backup. You're that backup. And so, and she says, um, "Oh yeah, we got." Wait, wait, back up for a second. What are you talking about? <laughs> She's like, "We gotta stop. Uh, we gotta stop two uh, two dastardly devils from making sure uh, from stealing something that'll uh, really change up the whole city. We gotta stop the." We can't just kill them, though. You can't just kill people. That's against the rules. It's like, if you can't play by the rules, what kind of football player are you? No? Cannon Cop says, Say the game, kid. This one's for keeps. Yeah, but you're in, like, an outfit. Of course it's a game. Like, come on. You're smoking a cigar. Like, you got the sunglasses. Her name's Gravitron, for Christ's sake. It's a game. We might as well play to win, you know? 
Like by the rules. But 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 but. Yeah. And I I'll, and I think she'll. And this is this is where she'll finally answer question, fully answer your question. She'll be like, um, uh, <laughs> and some of you uh, may remember this character from another another game. She'll just say like, "Snakes and his oars doesn't <laughs> doesn't play by the rules." And if we're gonna stop him, um, if we're gonna stop him from taking awful defender's powers, neither can we. Taking awful defender's powers. Why would you do that? And um, again, Ken Cop is driving, but he's doing it in a really cool way. And you guys are going um, down like all kinds of crazy alleyways that you're like, that truck would be, that car would be too big to go into that alley. This doesn't make sense. They're shooting this poorly if it's a TV show or like animating it badly to scale in a comic book. Um, Wait, is he steering with his cannons? Like he's he's, he's steering with his hands. He's got cannons like on the thing, but he's like. Um, oh, I thought his hands were made out of cannons. I thought about that, but I was like, it's too, <laughs> it's too insane if I want this character to be even remotely relatable. He could have four <laughs> arms, two of them are cannons. That's true. Um, but yeah, uh, you can see that he's kind of like, uh, he seems to be trying to like lose any possible tails that might be following you guys. And so he's driving through like crazy, um, like back streets. And you're going to go through some uh, like some real rough areas, but yeah, you've still got uh, several more questions on that uh, roll, right, Deej? Yeah, two more, please. I'm sorry, right, uh, Nora Knox? Mm-hmm. And who, uh, who did? Who's trying to steal um, off Defender's power? Um, she had said Gravitron had said um, she said snakes in his holes. And um, whichever one of you most knows most about superheroes, which kind of would make sense to be Nora, um, Doctor Snakes in His Holes is like a uh, like a mad scientist. He likes to say, "What's so horrible about Doctor Snakes in His Holes that he made you break your code?" Um, I would say, like, uh, I think he'll say, like, he's not the one; it's his kind. They won't stop. They won't stop till they get what they want. What's he want? So, power. We gotta stop him. Listen, we we can't stop him. We're just as bad as he is. We can't. We can't use these gesturing to all these web like a uh, guns and stuff. I assume samurai swords. Yeah, nunchucks. What does he even want we, awful his powers for anyway? If he's a snake, you know, he's got his own powers. <laughs> we can't. Sometimes, once you've lost your path, if you've violated your own code, you need to find a new code, Cap Cannon Cop. Yeah, like a Wildcat offense after you get two quarterbacks. No, one of them's uh, not doing so good. Don't listen to him. He, you gotta, his, you his brain is. Up. <laughs> do not listen to him. His brain is very flat. It's oh, yeah? yeah tremendous. I have no problem working with you, but you are tremendously stupid. <laughs> you know what? I used to think you were my rival, Manitid, because I thought you were disgusting to look at. And your voice, um, it uh, it made me nauseous to, to hear you speak. But um, now I, I don't think you're so bad. So, um, so uh, you know, I don't mind you saying all those things because uh, you're a true team player. Oh, thank you. I, I think it's really because... I still feel a little the, nauseous, actually. I'm sorry, um, it, but it would, but I like the cut of your chip. For, do, do we think that Captain Football is trying to comfort or support uh, Manatine? Uh, sure, why not? Uh, yeah, very right. bad at that, and he's Please. angry, so it's going to be even worse. <laughs> Go ahead and roll plus mundane. Two d six. Yes, two d six plus whatever your mundane score is. Uh, but it's going to be sorry. Um, I think there's something where when you're angry and you're trying to comfort some someone, mm -hmm. you, you do it worse. It's like on the move. Oh, I rolled a 12, though. I rolled a natural 12. So Hell cool. yeah. Hmm. Oh, you like me now, man? It's in. I oh, just comforted yeah. you. Yeah. You're very comforted right now. When you comfort more someone, and I hear, they hear you, they mark potential clear condition or shift labels if, if they what open up your, to you. So what was, what was your mundane before? Oh, hold on. My mundane is oh negative two, and negative I'm angry. Two. Okay, so so you get the seven to nine result. 
So you still come, you still, you still hit it. You just got the lesser hit. So on a hit, they hear you. They mark potential, clear a condition, or shift their labels. Mm-hmm. If they open up to you. So if they, if, uh, if uh, Manatine has anything to, if Manatine can open up in some kind of way to Captain Football here, some kind of emotional uh, way or another. Yeah. Then, it's like- uh, Maybe about how disgusting his voice is, or like what why he looks so stupid all the how time. How ashamed of his body he is, like every yes, teenager. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that I think that we are a good team, but we're a good team because we have a strong leader. Thank and you. And I think that Wade, you, although you might sometimes have tremendous lack of foresight and and thoughts it might also be your greatest strength and um we make a very good team because i i probably think more than i should and you do enough not thinking for the both of us oh man that's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me you know earlier in prison my dad wouldn't even take the call you know? they hear it from you now it makes us all of this worth made it worthwhile to me. All right. Um, I think maybe if Cannon Cop had had a friend like you, a... he, he wouldn't have turned out like the way he did. Your dad is must well. If your dad didn't take your your call, it's it's because of this probably uh, inherited this trait you inherited of him also just being tremendously stupid. Um, <laughs> Oh, well, I appreciate so. you saying I appreciate you saying that. <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah, D, uh, Helix, not Helix, Shadowboxer still has two questions to ask of Gravitron, right? Or no? You just Yeah, sure. Let's okay. make it 20. Yeah, yeah, two. So, you already asked two? Yeah. Okay, what's your last question over here? Or, or if you have one, I can keep the scene going if you want, but. I was, I was trying to angle for my second question to ask her how. We can convince them not to uh, use these guns. Oh, for her? So her answer, her answer to that is like, um, oh, she basically says like, like we're gonna need them uh, if we want to stop these people. So like, we're gonna we're gonna need them if we want to stop these uh, these blokes. We, we're gonna need them if we want to stop these buggers, right, mate? And um, you can tell that um, she doesn't feel completely confident that um, what they're trying to do they can do and she wants every um, oh she doesn't want to be at any kind of disadvantage that's her deal here so if you if she if it could be shown that she's not at a disadvantage at all she has very much the upper hand then it'll be like yeah we don't need these and how could I gain influence over her how could you gain influence over her um, is this your fourth question though that's my third Prove to her. Um, prove to her that she is not weak. Okay, good. So I think uh, um, Nora Shadowbotcher is going to say, um, "We don't need these. Did you just? I mean, look at us. I'm uh, just a great martial artist, one of the best around. Captain Football's over here. He's how many championships do you have? Oh, Two, three, maybe at, at least." Oh. You know, and if we haven't been disqualified from that third one, then, you know, <laughs> maybe three. Yeah, that's what happens. And, hey, look at Helix. There's not one dog that he can't, he won't kill. Shit, no matter what. <laughs> oh, Manatine, I mean. I don't deserve any uh, praise. I've been a failure and a absolute coward. I've let my point. people down when um, my biology teacher was discussing the frailty of marine life, I let my people down. <laughs> yeah. I, See, clearly there's the no one more modest. Yeah, and he yeah. smells... There's no one more like you're in Above or below the ocean. His, his voice sounds like the inside of fishes are speaking. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so that's... that's, that's See, the based on that, you don't need guns. You have all, you have all yeah. four of us. But I he's feel got like, a good heart. Thank you, Wade. I've... I feel very understood by you. Hmm. So I think that well, you found that thing already from the Pierce the Mask stuff. So you could, I guess, yeah, that could be a 
Are you trying to provoke her? Um, yeah, if if you feel she's susceptible to that. But if um, not, I'm okay with that rousing speech. Um, are you maybe trying to comfort or support your teammates? Or comfort and support her? Oh, yeah, maybe. Can you, can you do yeah, that? Yeah, whichever one you think. Hmm. I was aiming for both, but if any of those other ones make more sense, go for it. Um, because you gave that whole speech about everybody, and I don't want to have it be like one role affects everyone necessarily, because I don't think that's how it's meant to be. Yeah, let's do the provoke thing. So go ahead and roll your plus superior. Okay. Wow. Um, I'm never going to need XP. So I got a 12 on that. All right. She just kind of stares off for a minute and just says, like, like, all right, well, maybe maybe picking you up wasn't a bad idea. And, uh, oh, she'll, like, hit a button and the panels will close. And so the guns are away. Mm-hmm. Why not? Yeah. Because <laughs> the other thing, the other less visual would be her going, I guess I won't use these guns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just because there's a visual. This active willpower, I will no longer look at them. Yeah, I'm exactly. On screen. Um, <laughs> um, then uh, I think, yeah, I think we just, we see a shot of, uh, from the, like the rear view mirror of uh, Cannon Cop. And he's just, we just hear um, him say, you're bringing a knife to a gunfight, kid. So I, I'm bringing a football to a gunfight. <laughs> I'm bringing a finger to a gunfight. All right. So I think he uh, he pulls into like this garage, and he's like, "Everybody out!" Thanks for joining us for another exciting episode of This American Dice, our fifth episode of Masks. The cast for this episode includes Lee as Captain Football, Alex as Manatine, David as Shadow Boxer, and Carl as Helix. Additional music for this episode included Amore and B-F-I-A-H-H by Cowpay, and the musical stylings of Austin who is also your Game Master. Be sure to join us for another episode next week of This American Dice. Before we forget, because that always happens, and then half an hour in, it'll be like, at the start of the session, I'm supposed to get a new crossbow? We all go home and Manatine goes to federal prison. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Manatine sent to the research facility where he's dissected. (laughs) Sea World. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's a there's a, the the Moat Marine vivisection. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they don't tell you about that on the field trips. Nothing matters at all. Yeah, um, I think we're all you... just we're all just flotsam following the currents in this short life before death takes us. Can't hear you, Martin. The mute function is a complicated button. <laughs> Yes, we only have the one flipper. It's a very precise Mm -hmm. keystroke. Hey, everybody. If you could please rate, review, and subscribe to our show on your favorite podcatcher, it would really help This American Dice. And for every five-star review we receive, we'll read it on air. Join us next week for another episode of This American Dice. You can't say that word when you're recording.